Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome, listeners, to this Speaking from Our Hearts podcast episode where Today, I'm going to be joined by Carl Melby, a gentleman from Norway, and Carl's going to be speaking to us about loneliness, the silent killer. Carl, very, very good and warm welcome to you. Thank you, Paul. That's wonderful to be with you. So, loneliness, the silent killer, Carl. Give us an insight. Oh, in fact, actually, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself first so the listeners can form some kind of insight as to you know who the two characters are on this conversation? Sure. Well, I'm a guy turned 50. I have, um, uh, I have a family, three kids, two, two girls and, uh, and a boy, 27, 24, 5, and uh, 18 years old. And um, so I've been uh, having some great time being a dad and a husband. And a couple of years ago, we split apart, my ex-wife and me, and then kind of life turned around and I got to um, look at life in a new way. I had to look at it in a uh, re-perspective, looking back and looking how at the, the life at the moment and looking ahead, what, what I'm going to do now. So and this kind of crisis made me think and rethink and it was kind of a great opportunity to start over again and redefine my life. And in, in this period, actually, I got to see closer into the loneliness thing. I read about the loneliness. So many people are lonely, I see. And, uh, and I, I also, just a couple of years ago, then I realized that I might also have been, have been uh, struggling with loneliness in my relationship. And, uh, and now I was thinking, who's going to do something about these things? And uh, it struck me that, uh, I actually had to do something. It's I, I got to turn my my finger into the, at myself, you know, mm. and uh, and then it uh, it all started rolling kind of for the last uh, year and, and so. Okay, so from that caller, if I'm hearing correctly, are, are you saying that although you was in a relationship, you know, you was in a loving family unit, you still felt lonely, or you was becoming aware of? feeling lonely is am, am i hearing correctly yeah. with that yeah that's kind of uh kind of odd kind of strange isn't it mm. having a, a happy family life uh yet uh i think maybe the the reason was uh, i was not paying that much attention to how i felt myself inside and uh and more doing what others uh wanted me to do you know and then, then um, my own life kind of uh, got back, or, or what to say in English. Uh, yeah, so you, yeah, I didn't pay that much attention to um, my, my own, my, in, my inner life, I think. And, mm. uh, and the people around didn't pay that much into me as well. So then, so then um, me, the genuine, genuine me kind of uh, got lonely. 
and I got I didn't nurture myself, and that's uh, the process I've been going through the last couple of years. And, mm. and and I understand that completely, Carl, because there's an old saying, isn't there, that you know we can be in a room full of a thousand people, but totally be on our own. And and I understand that. Conversely, we could be in a room with just one other person and be immersed by positive energy, love. Um, and, and that sounds very kind of contradictory, but it is, I suppose, what you've already alluded to, that having that, it's, it's about us as an individual. Where are we in our space? What's happening around us? It's about our inner world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. And, uh, and sometimes I think people around are doing whatever they uh, are, whatever they can, you know? Mm. But still there's a kind of, you need a connection that really clicks and uh, and the attention that's uh, the attention on on you at on what you actually has uh, your values your own values so so if you don't have the connection people looking at your highest values then you kind of don't get the the connection actually so yeah 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 absolutely Carl I get that 100% I think it's John Dr John D Martini speaks about this quite quite deeply and he speaks about it in a general context of you know whether it's business whether it's personal whether it's professional you know the the focus is is just the same in as much that if you don't share a vision with somebody and the same values to travel along that vision, then the relationship's going to be short-lived or it's going to be very difficult. Um, and, you know, certainly from a business perspective, I've found that to be true. You know, people come along board, they say all the right things because they want the benefits that go with that relationship, but they don't, they're actually not attentive or focused enough to actually put the, the you know, make their investment into it. And I don't mean investment necessarily in a financial sense. I mean, in an emotional sense, what you refer to as that connection. And if that's not there, then it's it's only going to go one way, um, which if I'm hearing you correctly, Carl, is kind of where, you know, you ended up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, and I think there's a lot of people out there uh, struggling with these things and, uh, uh, all over the world I, and in Europe and uh, I was in England uh, this summer in a loneliness conference uh, campaign for loneliness where also the, the loneliness minister of England uh, Tracy Coff uh, was and attending and and there I got uh, to hear that um, there's uh, um, we know about elderly people that struggling with loneliness and we mm. know young young people also but uh, the mid aged people you know it's kind they're kind of um, not that uh, getting that much attention. Yeah. And um, I, I just uh, heard that uh, there are a lot of men actually, like you, Paul, and me in the mid age, that are that who are really struggling, and uh, and that's a huge problem in England and and also in Norway actually. Um, and I there's a, there's a, there's a, um, I have a. I do some writing, and my one colleague of mine told me about. She was going to a to a funeral and uh, for a friend, and and he had just taken his own life, you know, done mm. this, taken uh, yeah, and uh, and um, and she were to attend a couple of more uh, funerals the same week, and all three men had taken their own lives. That's it's so I I don't have words actually, so. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, from my own experience, Carl, I can share um, examples of exactly what you've just spoken about because in, in a former life where, um, you know, my, my drink addiction was at its height, I mean, I lived a life that was very, very, very much around that of a single man out drinking, you know, getting into fights and all kind of ridiculous behaviour. Uh, even though I had a loving family, it's that connection, you know. Um, I had a brilliant family, still got a brilliant family, but at the time I wasn't in that that zone to appreciate what I'd got. I was too busy fighting my own demons uh, and too many distractions. But the point is, through this destructive and distracting behaviour, I was on a I was extremely lonely, and I sought my significance through you know. Um, being in big crowds and being the centre of attention. I needed to be in the middle of something, making it happen. It was really a need for control uh, because of my basic insecurity, because of my upbringing. Um, you know, I've later, in later years, I've worked through it. I understand exactly what was happening. But in those days, Carl, in the middle of it, I didn't understand. I was just, I was too immersed in it. I was it rather than, well, what's going, oh, I don't know, I don't know what's going off, I'll, I'll just deal with it, and okay, let me go to the pub, and let me get in another fight, and it was a bit like a dog chasing its tail, it just went round and round and round and round, and I just got confused and overwhelmed, and had a breakdown, and depression, and all, you know, all the stuff that goes with that, um, that lifestyle, but interestingly within that, a lot of the guys, and I will say guys, um, that I was knocking around with at the time where they were all in the same boat. They were all guys that at one time or another had a, a wife um, and had, you know, kids, uh, by which time, you know, the kids had grown up and they were all living on their own. And some of them in quite desperate conditions uh, because there was no love, there was no energy in the house or the flat or, or wherever there was. It was just, it was barely in existence. And I can always remember one of those guys saying to me once, and this has stuck with me, and this must be, what, 40-odd years ago now, Cole. And he said, Paul, you're a lot younger than me. Get yourself sorted and get back in the family unit. Or, or, you know, He said, because I, let me tell you this. He said, loneliness is a silent killer. It'll kill you. And I've never wow. forgot those words, Carl. And I think, you know, when we had our, you know, preliminary chat about this this subject, and as you say, particularly sort of for, the, you know, middle-aged and dare I say middle-aged guys as well, um, although I wouldn't distinguish between the guys and the girls, I think, you know, for me, I have a big thing, Carl, about labels. Um, I take your point about, you know, children are well catered for, the senior citizens are well catered for, but that kind of bit in the middle... Um, you know, is which is that what society labels middle age um, is is less so. Um, so I understand what you're saying, but I, I kind of take those labels off, and I just think as people, whether we're young, old, black, white, young, you know, it's irrelevant. You know, loneliness is loneliness, and we need to deal with that the best way we can, and that. That best way for me, Carl, same as everything else, is about raising awareness because it's a case of we don't know what we don't know. And I think when we're in sufficient pain around a given subject, and then obviously in this context, loneliness, then we've got some great leverage to go and find out how can I change this? This is not acceptable. I don't want this in my life. 
Um, you know, pain is now turning into suffering. I think pain short term can be very good. It's excellent leverage. But when pain plus pain plus pain equals suffering, there's no benefits or advantageous aspects to be had at all by suffering. None at all. Um, and I think that's what we're talking about here, Carl. There are a lot of people that are actually not necessarily in pain, but really are suffering in silence. Yeah, that's true. So from your own point of view then, Carl, that as one that obviously feels very strongly about this and, you know, and that leverage that we're referring to is based on your own experience. And that's usually a massive catalyst for change when somebody's driving it rather than reading some, dare I say, some theory from a book that, oh, you know, a friend of mine started this group and uh, I've just bought a book around this or that or the other. And yeah, I think I understand it because it says on page 36, blah, 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 blah. Well, the reality is, Carl, isn't it, for each and every one of us, unless we're really going through it, we haven't got that real sharp un- sharp end understanding and appreciation, um, you know, to be able to sort of really reach out to the people that that's, you know, enduring that suffering and that's what I think that's where you're at and have been at Carl for the last uh, couple of years and that's why you're taking the action that you commendably you're taking now to try and um, lessen that suffering for other people is 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 that a fair comment yeah that that's true Paul I, I think um, the loneliness when I when I speak to people it, most of them uh, are in touch with a, a kind of lonely feeling uh, in different levels, you know. Mm. But uh, but talking about loneliness in a group is kind of hard. So I think it's I'm working on raising the awareness as you're speaking about uh, about uh, using myself. I'm I'm over it because I actually got into coaching and uh, and I got um, kind of uh, rid of the the bad loneliness thing. So I'm so grateful for that, but but um, but uh, raising the awareness of um, of the loneliness. Now I can use myself then now uh, my own story um, to to help other people and talk about it uh, in in public and in groups and individually. So so it's um, well it's 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 it, I'm so grateful for uh, for having been through this period and and realizing. What has been holding me down so it, that's that's a that's a good thing about uh, suffering and pain you know and uh, there's there's also and there's another kind of balance in it so when we get to to balance it out then we really can stand on two feet and serve and be and and stay grounded and i think you know to uh, at the risk of using overusing that word awareness carl it is about you know because we have choices and, and, you know, challenges come along in all our lives in all various forms. They, the challenges never go away, ever. They never go away. But what does change is the way that we learn to deal with those challenges. And we have choices in that. I massively believe we have choices, no matter how bad or even for that matter, how good something is at the moment that can soon change. If we want it to change. But I think the thing is, for certainly from my own experiences, both as, you know, personally growing up through many challenges of violence, addiction, abuse, and, you know, some real sort of uh, dark and depressing times, Carl, um, what I've come to understand now is 
is is very simply that you know life is a very simple game our mind complicates it massively and i think that complication is magnified many times over when we're on our own because one of the great things i believe and this is you know i'm not speaking as a mentor now where i'm working and supporting people professionally i'm just talking about i could be having a conversation with a you know i don't know an old lady in the supermarket about the weather or or whatever something really you know what people might think oh that that's nothing well it might not be nothing to us but to some people that is massive i know people that just go to the corner shop to buy a pint of milk or what or to tesco's or whatever just to have a chat with somebody because that keeps them going you know that's a bit like a loneliness pill it keeps that that bug at bay for the day um and i understand that because i think in life as much as we're all you know we're taught to be independent certainly on the personal development journey when we speak about self-love self-forgiveness that word self capital s i self is all about us so we can be big and we can be strong and we can be wise so we can support and give to others and i absolutely understand that side of the coin carl but i also understand the other side of the coin that says hang on i'm a human being i have needs too and who's there for me who can i talk to you know that connection you know that acceptance from people so I, I, you know what i've learned is no matter how strong somebody is and how independent they are we all need somebody and that can be very 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 simple as example of just talking to somebody in the street and or whatever it may be we need that connection and that contributes in my opinion in my humble opinion towards keeping loneliness at bay i don't know what your thoughts are around that call mm, that's cool i have a policy now that uh, i was interviewed in the newspaper local newspaper uh, a couple of months ago and then i, I told I, I was when i'm in the street or in the shops or whatever i'm always saying hi to people mm. and saying hello and uh and when i also got it on print in the newspaper you know then i really had to take it seriously so so now i every time i meet people and i say just hi hello and, and some people are really <laughs> uh surprised just just uh, that i'm mentioning this yes saying greeting them you know yeah. so, and it's it op- but it's it opens up and yesterday i had to talk to a, a guy we were uh, having our car repaired both and uh, it's an older car older older man and and then i said hi and uh, we did like a cup of coffee and then we, we started talking so we talked about uh, one and a half hour i guess so mm-hmm. and it was so wonderful and I got to hear a, a wonderful story, and it's a shared moment. And I think, um, I think, uh, yes, there's a, there's a lot of people out there. Uh, if it's true, it's about one fourth of us are lonely, struggling with loneliness. So, so every four people, a person, every four person is seems to have a, a hard time dealing with loneliness. So, so we should think about these things and uh, be aware and and. Um, open to to that the people uh, all around us needs just uh, just if you say just hi or something else yeah yeah it and you know honestly it is as simple as that it's about transferring that i suppose that positive energy that warmth that communication that connection call it what you will 
I mean, I've, I've had a conversation recently with somebody who's a high-flying executive um, of, of a very successful company and, and around this very same thing. It's like, you know, you do this, you do that. Yeah, yeah, you're providing people with jobs and, you know, which is great. But you don't really give people any of your time, do you? Oh, I'm too busy having you know, this, that and the other. And, uh, mm. oh, yeah, OK. So you're taking a month off in the south of France. Great. You've earned that. That's So what do you do then? Do you talk to people that, no, no, I'm planning my next project? And mm. it's like, OK, just be careful. Because on a personal level, be careful. Um, and I speak from experience yet again on something called burnout. But on a more sort of general, wider, humane level, it's... People, you know, as an energy in the world, which we all are, other people need to share that energy that, you know, you've obviously got such a lot to give, but you're too wrapped up in your, and this sounds a little bit judgmental and it's certainly not meant to be, but you're too wrapped up in your own world and for your own good and the benefit, you know, and this guy is a caring guy, but I think he's just kind of got... Like, you know, there's an old saying, Carl, isn't there? Life gets in the way. And, and before you know where you are, you're on the treadmill. Well, I've got to, you know, I've got to do this, got to do that, got to do this. And you're almost like, you know, your itinerary and your schedule is, oh, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Well, actually, we make ourselves busy because I personally believe now that none of us should be that busy that we can't give time to somebody, you know, a couple of minutes in the supermarket, ring somebody. I don't know, whatever that support is, um, which I've shared this story before. And I think in the context of what we're speaking about, Carl, is, is worth repeating and sharing again. Um, and it, it's something along the lines of uh, with, with Oprah Winfrey and her, and her mentor, Mayor Angelou, the late, great Mayor Angelou. And o- Oprah said to, to Mayor Angelou, she said, Oh, I've got my greatest legacy. You know, this is great. I've just this this fantastic school for for you know abused girls in Africa, and it's you know it's going to do this and it's going to do that. And and do you know what, Mayor? That is going to be my greatest legacy ever, ever. I'm really, really excited. And the wise old mentor that is Mayor Angelo, she quietly sat there and she just smiled, and she just shook her head, and she said. No, no, it's not. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, 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 believe me. It, no, it's not. No. The reality is you don't know what your legacy is. You don't know. It could be that person you gave two minutes to this morning in the supermarket, passed in the street, smiled and said, hello, how's your day? A random act of kindness or just a simple hello, that is your legacy because the positive knock-on effect of that to people don't ever, ever underestimate that power. And for me, Carl, there was great learning in that insight because isn't it true that, you know, we kid ourselves. I've done it in the past and, you know, to, to a very small degree, but I catch myself now uh, when, when I do sort of end up. We we. We fill our heads about our own self-importance of who we are and we're busy and we're, you know, if we don't do this, this will happen. And, and do you know what? It's just nonsense because the reality is none of us in this world, and I don't care who that is, bar none, are that busy that we can't give somebody five minutes here and there just to say, hello, how's your day? Hmm. Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
That's good. I think that uh, that my, my moment yesterday talking to this uh, man, I had uh, I, know, I was planning actually to do uh, some other stuff, but I thought uh, so. I'm glad I didn't do my stuff. <laughs> just just uh, started talking, and it's it's so wonderful. Mm. And uh, you never know what's going to come out of it, you know, you even don't. for yourself and for the other person. Absolutely, so, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, but um, yeah. So, so uh, sorry, Carl. Mm. Sorry. No, no, it's um, it's a cool thing, uh, cool thing thing to to do actually to say hello to people and start doing that and see what's happening. That's <laughs> mm. cool. Yeah. So from your own point of view then, Carl, um, you know, what's the plan for going forward? Because I know that you feel very strongly about this from, you know, from the conversations that we've had. So, you know, what is, what is your plan? What's your grand vision for, you know, overcoming the silent killer that is loneliness? Yeah, I think I'm working on several levels. I, I, I will write my input to uh, the government for they are having a policy establishing a policy on these issues these yeah. days and i'm um and i'm i'm um, let's say you know when when i was at the doctor's place you know it seems like even the healthcare don't uh, take it that seriously mm. <laughs> so in my crisis the doctor i don't think he ever asked me if i was lonely even though there are so many people that are lonely so i think there's so many levels in this these things, and uh, even the doctors say that uh, they need to be, uh, be be more clever to identify people who is is alone actually, and so so that's more in in the awareness uh, raising the issue in yes and uh, well on the other levels I'm I'm personally working as a coach so I'm uh, helping people on one to one calls. Yeah, and I'd like to um, I'd like to start an uh, an webinar, online webinar now, raising okay. the, um, the the topics of going deeper into conversation with a partner. I think uh, just going a bit deeper in the questions and the awareness. Oh, oh yeah, with a partner, I think we can uh, do tremendous change. Actually. Hmm. Um, what about um, is have you thought about Cole sort of say like doing a, a Facebook group where people can? Uh, I mean, I'm not great great on social media, I must admit. So I'm, I'm kind of talking out the top of my head a little bit here, but I know that the you know particularly with on Facebook, for example, there are a lot of you know groups where people sort of um, you know of like minds meet to discuss whatever it is the they want to discuss i mean is that would, would that be realistic is that an option yeah i think so I, i'll start my uh, facebook live uh, thing on my site carl melby uh, on this monday yeah and um I, I think there might be a group coming out of this so we'll see yes and also i'm working on some text and hope to write a book about this stuff in the future so but uh, the the first thing uh, is the Facebook Live and uh, and maybe the um, the Facebook group that will come out of this. So. Mm. Excellent! It's it's a great start, Carl, and I, I do, 
you know, I do um, congratulate and thank you for, for taking this initiative, this leadership initiative and, and recognising this. And, and obviously from your own challenging situation of, you know, of losing your family, if that's the right term, I don't know if you've lost them completely, but certainly you're in a different dynamic now with your family by the, you know, by the fact that you've discussed what uh, the knock-on effect has been. But that, you know, as you quite rightly sort of allude to, you know, with these challenges are there and we can either embrace them or we can give in to them and you know obviously you've sort of said right okay if this is the way it is through suffering I'm going to change this so as I say you know I think huge respect for for having that uh, that vision to do that Cole so um, and you've alluded to um, just a couple of moments ago Cole about contact so just for the um, the the point of the listeners and it, they'll be in the show notes. But what are your contact details if anybody does want to get in touch with you? Well, uh, on Facebook, then it's most people are on Facebook, so it's it's Carl Melby. That's my page. That's the thing, and uh, it's just to to send me a message or whatever and follow me, and then uh, you get everything there from there. Okay. So just to double check, Carl, and as I say, this will be in the show notes, uh, but it's it's Carl with the K, so K-A-R-L, and then it's Melby, M-E-L-B-Y. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Excellent, excellent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Before we sign off then, Carl, is there anything else that you want to add? Yes, actually. Uh, It was so wonderful speaking to you, Paul. I think you're doing a a great job and... uh, I look forward to follow you even further, and uh, this has been a, a great, great talking to you. And I hope uh, some, hope people will really listen to even your, your story here. And uh, and uh, it was so great to hear your your side of it as well. Mm. So thank you very much for. Thank you, for, Carl. For appreciate staying. that. Yeah. I do appreciate that feedback. So there we have it, listeners. That was Carl Melby talking to us about loneliness, the silent killer. So until next time, keep safe and remember, Mastering Life starts by speaking from our hearts. Hearts, helping everyone achieve results towards success.